Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Spotlight Conversations, where we have conversations with up-and-coming poetic and jazz artists, musicians, poets, and also some legendary um, in the same genres. Today, we are very fortunate to have with us a wonderful poetess whom I had the opportunity to meet for the very first time at the Ascension Spotlight on Jazz and Poetry tribute to Victoria Corley, my wife who transitioned in 2021. So it was truly a wonderful experience just to get a chance to meet this young lady and to speak with her. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to a wonderful poetess and a great person in the name of Poetic Serenity. All right, hey, welcome to Spotlight Conversations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Look, I was very serious when I said that um, the first time that I got a chance to meet you at the um, at the event, the Spotlight uh, on Jazz and Poetry event, was truly, truly a wonderful experience for me. And, you. you know, we'll get into it a little further with some people that's in your family that I know uh, mm-hmm. that were like, you got to get her on. You got to get her on. You got to <laughs> let her get up to do some poetry. So we had a chance to do that. But we'll we'll talk about that a little further uh, down the line. Thank you for taking the uh, taking time out from your schedule to join us here today. Absolutely. My pleasure. I thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so start, let's start off by telling me where or telling us rather where you're from and who were some of your earliest poetic influences. I'm actually in the Philadelphia area. I'm originally from Jersey, so I'm truly a Jersey girl, Um, but been in Philadelphia for about over 20 years. Um, Always loved writing, always loved creative writing. Um, Poetry actually just came to me really within like the last three years um, after my mother passed. Um, I really didn't follow too many poets per se, you know, besides like Maya Angelou, you know, you always hear of them. But I honestly really didn't follow too many. Um, but I just wanted to just write again, and poetry just found me. Hmm. So you've been, how long have you been writing? I've been writing since I was a child. Um, hmm. I just, I enjoy storytelling. That's really my main um, genre, where I really enjoy writing. Um, but poetry, it just seemed like it just came easy during a time of grieving. How do you, how do you, I know myself personally, because I write as well. I usually try to write something, whether Mm -hmm. it's a sentence, whether it's two or three sentences, every day Mm -hmm. in order to keep my quote unquote skills sharp. What do you do in order to, um, you know, keep the vibe flowing with your writing? Same thing. I write every day. Um, I actually started writing. And then when I began writing, I opened up an Instagram page and I just started sharing all of my poetry on my Instagram page. And that's basically how I grew into Poetic Serenity. Um, my first name was actually Words on Purpose. So it was more just kind of just writing, you know, spiritual, just kind of just sharing, encouraging. And then I just started meeting other poets and then just it kind of just grew from there. Um, but yes, I, I write every day. I usually try to post every day. Um, just I write about 
any and everything, literally. Mm. Mm. <laughs> literally. Um, uh, right from Jerry Curls to Vicks Vapor Rub, um, from love to hate, you know, sensual, erotic, whatever, you know, just to kind of keep my um, creative flow going. So I just, mm. I just enjoy writing and being creative with it. Do you belong to like, a, or are you part of like a, a poetry group or anything like that on social media? Um, there is one group I was with, it's called um, Tribe Life. And it was basically just a group of writers. We just came together, we just write. Um, sometimes we'll do collaborations with each other, um, but everybody pretty much is like their own individual writers. It's almost like we say we're like um, the Wu-Tang of poetry, whereas mm -hmm. you know everybody had their unique style and was awesome on their own. But when we came together, it was explosive. So, um, you know, shout out to Tribe Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's um, you know it's ironic that you would say that you would collaborate uh, sometimes. I used to mm -hmm. be on a message board on Black Voices, which was a, a website back in the day, and one of the sub, I guess, groups from off of Black Voices was called Mahogany Love, and you know, poets and writers would get on there and they would share you know, some of their, their work. And if it was a poem sometimes or a short story, you know, let's say I put one up there and then someone would come behind and try to continue on with mm -hmm. the flow of the story just to see where right. it went. Sometimes it was erotic. Sometimes it was comical. Sometimes it was deadly serious. Um, exactly. And you just said that you collaborated with some of the, um, some of the poets that you've met. Has, mm -hmm. have you, you published have y'all published any of that work i uh, know we haven't published any of our collabs not yet <laughs> um we have talked about it but a lot of it it was just done just you know being in the creative flow or just seeing if we could do it you know and just pushing each other and you know we all started off the same and basically all of us are authors now so it's just mm -hmm. amazing to see the growth um from when we began to where we are now you know and we're still close and it's just amazing to just, you know, grow and create with, you know, amazing, amazing set of people. I love them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And, you know, I've gotten close to quite a few people that way through writing, you know, and mm -hmm. people that I've just met, you know, just on the website or on the, um, you know, Instagram or Mahogany Love, like I said, and mm -hmm. we still keep in touch with one another. Matter right. of fact, the first, the first time that I was published was with the collaborative effort with four other authors from okay. different parts of the country. And we started off with like, you know, let's everybody, let's get together and write a book. And 20 people were like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. But only five of us stayed true to what we were trying to do. And mm. I happen to be, I guess, I don't know whether it's thank God or whatever, but I was the only man. Um, okay. And, four, <laughs> and it was four ladies. So I was like, ooh, you know, this is, this is nice. Um, right. <laughs> one from Houston, one from Cleveland, one from Boston, Massachusetts, and one from Atlanta, Georgia. And okay. it's called Universal Moves. And it was very well received. And what we did was each author was um, charged with writing seven pieces, whether it was okay. seven poems, three poems and four short stories, whatever your configuration was. 
and we got it published and it was really well received. So okay. uh, the people in your group that you were uh, speaking of the tribe, was that a thought of trying to do something like that? Uh, we always, like I said, we came together anyway. Um, one of the authors, her name is um, Jasmine um, Twilight. She goes by Twilight Brown. And she was actually the one that put the group together because we always somehow like find each other, you know, on Instagram. But she basically like just singled it and put us into a group together. Um, and, you know, like I said, we just shared, you know, our pieces, if we collab, anything that was upcoming. We were just basically a good support system for each other um and it was good you know because everybody doesn't always click you know even right. though you're a poet <laughs> you know right. everybody doesn't always gel together and that's fine you know i always say you don't always have to like or whatever but you should respect the artist respect the art of poetry right. um you know but yeah I, they're they're just an amazing group of people to work with yeah i i feel the same way that's why um on my show and you witnessed it firsthand but the artists, you know, they come from all over. Now my mm -hmm. house band is basically from the Philadelphia area, but I've had artists come from all over the country um, mm -hmm. to, you know, share their their artistic uh, uh, abilities or whatever on Spotlight on Jazz and Poetry. Um, and the thing that's unique, I feel, and I want to get your perspective on it, that Jazz and Poetry work so well together. What do you feel about that? I do. I do. I think it complements um, each other. Um, I feel like sometimes, you know, when, even when you have instrumental, the music is good, but then sometimes when you add the words, it just make it expand. And then sometimes same with poetry, you know, it's just like, just reverse. You know, you have the words, but when you add certain sounds or certain instruments, it just intensifies you know whatever it is the poet is trying to say so it it works hand in hand you know um i've personally you know enjoy um just listening to the different instruments like my favorite is anything with string <laughs> you know i love the bass guitar it's just something about it like when it just hits that bring bring it just gets like right right in here and i'm just like yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, i need man. more of that <laughs> right 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 so, right so I guess uh, I guess it's similar like with my poetry. I wanted to hit you right in your gut. I want you to you know to feel it. You know like you know I'm really trying to get more into speaking my poetry. That really wasn't my thing in the beginning. But everybody's like, yeah, you know you should do this. You should. I'm like you know, but I'm I'm slowly trying to be more um, vocal with my words. Um, but yes, I I definitely believe it it goes hand in hand because it's it's still an art form. It's still a creative part. I just, I just, it complements each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just believe it complements each other. Yeah, and mm -hmm. the, and the whole, uh, um, um, you know, the whole ad lib part of it as well. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. it's like I like to describe it sometimes. It's almost like um, people sitting around, you know, at the table or outside or whatever, telling jokes. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just. It works well together, it blends, um, and it's like a marriage, uh, mm -hmm. you know, almost, um, you know, I like to describe it as. And you, like I said, you were, I don't know who talked you into it, but you- <laughs> My brother. Yeah, okay. Well, your brother, <laughs> tell your brother, I said, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Because when you got up and you did some poetry, 
I was, you know, I was looking, I was like, wait a minute. She said she had never did anything like this before. So, you know how people are always pulling for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They want you to do mm -hmm. well. You know what I right. mean? You know, if they're real people, they want they want you to do well. Um, right. And you did it because people spoke about it. They were like, wow, who was that? Was she, you know, was she mm -hmm. supposed to get up and talk? I said, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, yes. She was supposed to do exactly what she did. You know, and it, it right. was nice. Thank you. Between, your, between you and my niece, when she got up and did her testimonial, yes. I was done. I was finished. I was, you know, it was just, it was just unbelievable the feeling that I had inside because I was already on, on an emotional trip anyway because of the, right. the tribute. And then that just enhanced it so much. I was like, oh man, I was sitting in the back, in back of where you were sitting at um, while you were up there. I was sitting a couple tables back with a couple of friends of mine and they said, hey, you crying, ain't you? I said, no, I'm not crying. I got tears, but I'm not crying, you know, because if I start crying, everybody's going to hear that. You know? <laughs> you know, but it was just, uh, it was amazing. So with that being said, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. And we have it's until, okay. wait a minute, this is July now, right? July, August, September, October, November, yes. January, February, March, April. 10 months. The next SOJP uh event is going to take place next april okay. so on that you came on saturday for the main yeah. event so right. it's a it's a weekend event so i want to invite you to come and headline your poetry on the friday event okay right? usually that's set aside for we used to have it set up to where it was like an open mic you know, but open mics are funny mm -hmm. because sometimes they set it up to where people, you know, can, you know, sometimes they pay five dollars and then get up and have a, a, you know, moment of uh, bliss or whatever on the mic. And it's it's good. It's good stuff. But right. the way that my event is set up, you know, it's food involved. It's, um, you know, beverages involved. Um, and it's open normally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So some people, if they just want to come and just do five, put five dollars up and come up and speak and then they're in the room, who's to say they wouldn't go and partake? And it's not fair right. to the people that paid money. So right. we switched it over to where I'm headlining usually two posts on that Friday and then we're going to also party. Cause that's what we did. Okay. Cause okay. this particular event that just passed, you know, my wife, she really loved to party. So we set aside that evening for the stuff that she liked to do. Okay. And we just went, it was like, it, it just, it was unbelievable. The poets, and as a matter of fact, one of them, I think she may have gotten your book or she may have asked me to get your information. Her name was, um, Janine Nash, Lady J. Lady J, yes. Yeah. Did you did you two have a chance to connect? Yes, we did. Yes, we okay, did. Cool. following each other. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Cool. Because she was, because you know, she's an established, well, well established poet. Um, right. You know, a veteran of the game, and she was like, "Wow, poetic serenity, 
Mm. You know, so so if she give you the thumbs up, not that she's the, the know all, see all, tell all. Listen, but I, I respect I respect where she comes from because I've been knowing right. her for years and knowing what she's gone through as far as her um, artistry and everything. And I really trust her judgment on a lot of stuff. But she had, and she's coming back. She's coming back uh, for the next event. Also, I invited her back. Yes, um, absolutely. So, so <laughs> get yourself ready now. Okay, okay, you thank got you. got 10 months, you have 10 you months. got 10 months. <laughs> in order to get it together. So, um, Another question that I have is um, about literacy. Um, you know, in, in Philadelphia area and all over the country, um, mm -hmm. especially people of color, are children of color, adults of color, they have a literacy problem. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think it was a 2019 um, study that showed that most elementary school children can only read on a, can't even rather read on a fourth grade level. Mm. That's, that's unbelievable yeah. in 2022 that we have that kind of problem. Right. You know, what do you feel about literacy as, as far as, as how it pertains to your writing and everything? And what can we do in your opinion to, um, kind of alleviate that problem or at least tackle it, work on that problem. Right. And it's, I'm going to bring it back even to my own childhood. I love reading Rainbow. Mm. <laughs> I love LeVar Burton to this day. He's probably one of the only few people I would really geek out if I see him in person. I respect mm -hmm. him so much. Um, just being an advocate. In fact, I know that he was in New Orleans last week um and i think he was putting it together like a literacy literacy program for like um i guess kids. i'm not sure of the whole thing but i know he was down there and i know he's a big advocate and i believe that we need those type of shows again you know um pbs you know um sesame Street, all those shows where you know it really taught you how to read and it, it taught you how to pronounce words and it it taught you different vowels and so like all that it helps out. Um, you know, I believe that we need those programs again. Um, it's not enough of it. It's too much other stuff, you know, that I believe children is too much exposed to, to the wrong things and not exposed to the right things. Mm. Um, and I believe that we need those type of shows again. I mean, yes, we have, you know, they have their phones, they have their gadgets, but I just think even with that too, um, that's important that they know where to go to find these type of programs. I mean, I believe that I, I even try to get my daughter. I tell her, you know, get a book. You're home for the summertime. Let me know what type of stories you like. If you like horror, I'll get you some horror books. You know, you have to read. You have to read. And it, it definitely made a big impact on me. You know, I'm I'm a definitely horror fan. I love, you know, the Twilight Zone. I love that whole uh, genre of the, you know, suspense and the mystery, you know, so that always helped me even creating my short stories, you know, I want to be like a, a black female rock, you know, Stuart, I, I want to be that type of person because you don't really see too many black females that write too many on that genre. There are some, mm -hmm. you know, but I want to be one of those. But yeah, it's it's definitely starts um, at, at a young age. And I believe really what you instill in your kids. But again, reading Rainbow needs to come back on TV. And Mr. LeVar Burton, if you're hearing me, 
<laughs> you know, and you and you just um, you know you just put something. And, and I used to watch Reading Rainbow. I mean, you know, yes. and had my children watching it. Um, but you know, SOJP Inc., the nonprofit that I run, is concerned with literacy and um, you know education as far as jazz and poetry goes, right? So that's mm -hmm. a resource. I'm going to reach out to him. Because I, you know, I didn't even think about uh, reading Rainbow and Lavar Burton, and I know mm -hmm. that he he does a lot of uh, philanthropic, um, you know, work. Mm -hmm. So, thank you for that heads up. I mean, you just made me think about something, so I'm going to reach out to him. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And I'll keep you abreast of what what's going on with that as well, because okay. I I have a meeting with the Free Library of Philadelphia um, Tuesday. And when I was talking to the director of well, this particular branch on 58th in Baltimore, when I was talking to the director, she was like so excited, you know, like, wow, this is something that we need. So mm -hmm. hopefully mm -hmm. I'll be able to it'll be able to build up steam and, you know, have some program, especially for the children, but Absolutely. for for, you know, young adults as well, because I mean, it's a problem that covers all age groups. Exactly. Um, and not just being able to read um, and write, but also financial literacy. Yes. That's real yes. important. Because I know back in the day, we used to, um, PSFS, which was the Philadelphia Saving Fund Society, right? They mm -hmm. had a program with the children where we would open up bank accounts. And each week or whatever, we would have banking day and, you know, we'd have 50 cents or a dollar or 25 cents to put into the bank. And that was mm -hmm. teaching us financial literacy savings, that whole nine. That's what the other um, ethnicities do. They teach their children very young. Absolutely. I mean, as far as investing and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff like that. I didn't get it when I was younger. I got mm -hmm. the, like I said, the banking, but as far as the investing and all of that and establishing generational wealth, mm -hmm. we didn't learn that and we don't teach that. Well, now the, the children, like my children are heavy into it. You know, they're into investing in Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. But we mm -hmm. need to make sure that keeps going because that's right. how they build up their wealth. It's not about being rich. It's about being wealthy. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, so thanks for uh, bringing LeVar Burton up for me. Um, Absolutely. So your book, and I have a copy of it, but I can't show it up on the screen because it'll be reversed. <laughs> Everything will be reversed. Do you have a copy of your book in front of you? I do. You know, I got my baby. Yeah, I know. Yes. And it's called Tears, <laughs> Tears of, of a, a Butterfly. Yeah. And yes. talk to us about what that book is about and, um, I know it was published in 2020, but talk about yeah. the book and its contents and what, what you were trying to convey with the, uh, the poems and stuff in the book. Well, basically all of my books are, were originally posted on Instagram first. Um, I really had no, you know, care to really publish like that. Um, like I said, my concern, I really wanted to do my children's book. That's what I really was focused on trying to publish. Um, but I had met this one poet through Instagram. Um, I met him through um, a poetry contest <laughs> that I won. And um, 
basically it was funny because I just written the poem and I was basically writing a poem using every letter in the alphabet and just going down. So when I submitted it, it wowed him. He was like, oh my gosh. He was like, I know I said, you know, I was going to have like five winners, but he's like, you're, you're instantly, <laughs> you know, you're instant, instant winner. Um, his, he goes by the name of Henry X. So he's just been my best friend. Like I call him my poetry godfather. You know, he's just always been on me, you know, to push myself. He's like, get that book, get that book. He's like, when are you going to write that book, Wani? When are you going to get that book? And I'm like, I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. I'm, you know, progressing. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and this was like 2018, 2019. Um, so I was in the process of doing it. I was kind of getting frustrated because, you know, trying to find different editors, um, publishing. I have no idea how to write a book. So, you know, it was very, very frustrating just trying to get it out. But Henry's wife um, actually helped me um, with editing and formatting my book. Um, what actually really pushed me to honestly to really get it published. My father, um, he knew I was getting ready to write my book, but he passed right before my book was published. Wow, so sorry and it was, in, thank you. Yeah, and it was important for me um, to get that done. Um, so just really getting into it, um, focusing on it. When I decided to format my book, I wanted to actually have it like a, a go-to guide um, because it's like, it's different um, genres of feelings. I have um, feelings of love. I have feelings, or I'm sorry, the chapter um, is chapter of tears of love. It's a chapter of tears of pain and it's a chapter of tears of strength. So basically all of my poems that are in my book are lined up within those particular feelings. Um, and like I said, I wanted it to go to whatever feeling that you're in. I wanted it to be an easy read. I didn't want it to be difficult. Um, I didn't want it to, you know, if you wanted to find a poem, it was hard for you to go through it because you could have a love poem, you know, page two and another poem, you know, on page three. I wanted it to be organized. So that was kind of like my format and to kind of have it a little bit different. Um, but yeah, basically just expressing my feelings, um, you know, just being me, you know, who I am, funny, serious, whatever it is, you you got Lawanda yeah. <laughs> in my work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you took me there. You took me, you know, like you said, it was easy read mm -hmm. and it was a good read. And I thank read you. it th three times so far. Oh, thank you. Three or four. I can't, I, I lose because I keep it. I keep it right beside on the nightstand next to my uh, um, next to my bed, and um, yeah. you know sometimes I, I wake up and read some for some inspiration. You know, mm -hmm. one one of your poems in particular, Chapter Two: Tears of Pain, mm -hmm. Heartbreak A through Z. Yeah, I read through it the first time. I read through it the first time. And I didn't realize that you went from A to Z. I knew what A to Z meant, but I just thought it was like a, you know, a bunch of different emotions. A metaphor, right? <laughs> but but then when I went back and I looked, I was like, oh man, this is like A through Z. So mm -hmm. I don't know whether that's the poem you were talking about when you were talking. Yes, to it is. Yeah. Well, it's dynamite. Yes, it is. It's dynamite. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the only thing, look, look. Uh, the only thing that you didn't do for me on this book was sign my book. So oh, well, I still, I, I know, I still got to get my book signed. And he can go yes, backwards. Sir. Right? <laughs> backwards. I got it. 
And um, you know, but it's a good book. What do you have coming up in the um, in the future? What are you working on? Right now, I'm actually trying to work on three books right now. So right now, I have another poetry book. I have two poetry books that I'm working on. Um, I have another one. Basically, it's just all of my poetry. Pretty much everything that I've posted and written, I just want to put it in one book, be done with that poetry side. And then I have another book that I want to do. It's called Poetic Praise, which is basically um, inspiration. It's all inspiration, um, poetic style um and again, and again it's another book of like just trying to encourage trying to inspire um just using you know the gift of poetry to reach people and like i said and to get into that gut i, I like to get right <laughs> right in your gut and right in your heart you know mm. and then i love um hearing people's response like that that i felt that you know and i was like yeah, because when I wrote that, I was feeling that, you know, a lot yeah. of my pieces are true, true emotion. It's hard for me to hide um, my feelings a lot of times. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I um, um, well, I sense that reading it. You could tell when when people have gone through something mm-hmm. and not because I mean, it's a oh, this is a sad story. This is that. Mm-hmm. This is that. But if you can feel it like you're saying and mm-hmm. it's almost like um you know how sometimes the pastor you know whatever he decides his uh um, teaching is going to be for that day his sermon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes it it seems like he's talking directly to you mm. you know what i mean and you sitting there and you're like wow how, <laughs> you know how is this happening but right it happens like that sometimes and mm-hmm. you know some of the some of the stories and, and poems in your book did me the same way because, you know, like I said, you know, before I was going through some things, still am, because it's Mm -hmm. still, you know, it's a year, a little over a year since I lost my wife after 33 years, uh, Mm -hmm. 37 together, all together. And, um, you know, so I'm still going through what I'm going through. Who knows how long it might be forever that I'm going to go through. But some Mm -hmm. of the, the poems hit me real good. And, you know, it made me like, there was some parts in there that gave me strength and be like, you know, a real positive outlook. You know, then it was something that made me reminisce like, darn, I miss her so much, you know. Um, so, you know, I applaud you on that because Thank you. some things that I read, it don't do nothing for me. Right. Know? And sometimes I hear like poems or people reciting poetry and you know, they just lose me because I don't know where they're going. Right. It could just be me mm-hmm. not, you know, understanding where they're coming from. But, you know, pure poetry, I think, um, as opposed to, this is my opinion, as opposed mm-hmm. to like that slam poetry, you know, that's more, um, what you call it, um, performance mm-hmm. type of poetry where I can't understand even what they're saying. But pure mm-hmm. poetry just puts me in a state of, you know, really deep thought or melancholy or, mm-hmm. you know, however you want to describe it, whether mm-hmm. it's spiritual or because, you know, one of the greatest poets ever was uh, King Solomon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you ever read, <laughs> if you ever read 
Songs of Solomon. Yes, I and, have. Yeah, yes. you can understand. He, <laughs> he was deep. You know what I mean? He was. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. He was really. He was really deep. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and the stuff kind of kind of grabs you. And I was gonna say it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually been an inspiration for a lot of my love poems, um, because a lot of it has that biblical base to it, you know. But it's still, you know, central. But it's on that same format because you know some people read the song and they're like, if you if you didn't know if you never read it before, you'd be like, oh, this poet is, you know, you know, really central. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's biblical. It's uh, mm. <laughs> he was a king. He was talking about his wife. He was expressing the love of his wife and you know and a lot of people don't touch you know that subject how important that is to express love for each other and not only did he do it for his queen but she also did it for him mm -hmm. you know and the way that it was just written it was like wow so that yeah. that inspired me for a lot of my like um like you know love pieces um, yeah. for that so yeah mm-hmm Oh yeah, yeah. See, you ain't know what else Corsair did. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm deep into it. I you know, I I'm deep into the poetry thing. I don't you know I don't write as much as I used to as far as poetry mm -hmm. goes. You know, I'm right now I'm in the middle of a of a book um that hopefully I'll be putting out soon, a novel. Um okay. so um, you know, but this was refreshing reading Tears of a Butterfly. Um, Thank you. And it's, I picked out like that one that I'm talking about. You see, I got it bookmarked. You know, I don't even play. Yes. Um, <laughs> Tears of Pain, Heartbreak, A to Z. You know, it's everybody goes through something in mm -hmm. their life. You know what I mean? Some people go through multiple things in their life to help shape them and shape their, you know, um, their ideas and how they approach life and mm -hmm. um you know if as long as what you go through makes you stronger right it doesn't work like that with everybody some mm -hmm. people you know they go through something and then it takes them to a dark place and then they stay there um mm -hmm. you know sometimes people go through things and it enlightens them and makes them a better person or whatever um right so this I could see just meeting you and talking with you. This has done wonders for you, I know. Absolutely. Just, but just writing and and just having a um, you know a strong family uh, also helps because you know a lot of things can happen you know in your family. Um, mm -hmm. So for someone that is aspiring. To be a writer or a poet, what kind of what kind of advice would you have for that person? Hmm. I always say, feel what you write. Don't think about it, because when you're thinking about it, you're stopping yourself from the natural process, the natural flow. Poetry is your words and expression in an art form, just like. An artist will use a canvas and paint to make their picture. Poetry is words. We create a, a picture with our work. And people need to see um, how you create with your words. And however they see it or however they interpret it, that's okay. It doesn't always have to be how you envision it to be. 
sometimes I enjoy seeing or hearing somebody else's interpretation because it's like, hmm, I never really thought of it. Like, even though it's my piece, <laughs> but I never thought of it that way. Mm. Be you, be genuine to who you are. You know, make you don't have to worry about being the next Maya Angelou. If that person is your inspiration, then that's great. But be you, be the next you. You know, um, your words will inspire somebody. And I believe that's really what it's about too. It's sharing. It's almost like a testimony mm. <laughs> in, in an art form. I think everything with poetry is an art form of sharing. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable. You know, um, I think that's what makes it great because that's what brings people to that attachment to your words. Um, don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, if you're funny, write something funny. You know, if you're angry, write something angry. If you, whatever it is, let it inspire you. Like I said in the beginning, I'll use any and every object. Like I said, I've talked about Vic Vaporub. <laughs> I talk about, you know, but I did it in a way, you know, where people were like, I will never look at Vic's Vaporub again. <laughs> 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 you know, and I still and I've I've written. I'm gonna send it to you. I've written that piece like almost three years ago, and I still have people coming up to me and they're like, "I remember that Vicks vapor rub," mm. and I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> they're like, I, "I never was thought like, how do you?" I'm like, "It just you know, it just happens." But you know, no, let your true character come out in mm. your work, and that's how you'll be remember so hmm. be you yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's uh yeah please send me that because i want to i want to check that I out <laughs> it's vapor rub i remember getting, you know, my mom putting that stuff under my nose on, your nose. on my chest and, you know oh man it was such a pleasure to have this chance to speak with you um appreciate it you know it was well deserved i had to i had to get you on my podcast just Thank to you. see where you were coming from because you definitely left a heck of an impression on me um mm. at my event and for the first time i mean dave was like oh man you gotta <laughs> you know you gotta get her up there you know you gotta get her let her get up there you know and i'm like okay dave whatever you say man uh -huh. <laughs> but you know um you know dave and priscilla you know are two wonderful friends of mine um mm -hmm. uh you know, and Priscilla works with me on my nonprofit and also with the SOJP uh, mm -hmm. Spotlight on Jazz and Poetry. So um, I'd like to thank them for turning me on to you and your talent um, and and your artistry. And, you know, um, like I said, I'm glad I had you on here right now. Hopefully in 10 months, Lord willing, I got 10 months. You got 10 months to get it together so yes, that sir. You, can, um, you know, so that I could, you know, showcase you and, and feature you on that SOJP weekend. It's been going on since 2008 and it's grown oh, wow. every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been in the game for a minute and it's grown every year. It's grown larger and larger and larger. Um, and, you know, people were waiting to go out since the pandemic so they were like they couldn't they kept saying oh man are you gonna have to show this year because you know of course i had to postpone it not just because of the pandemic because my family was going through something so mm -hmm. um you know that was the first first time out and it was fabulous 
it was fabulous. I usually don't talk about my own stuff. I let other people. Hey, but the okay. program, the <laughs> event was dynamite and you were part of it. Um, so I want to thank you for that. But in closing, you got the floor. Say whatever it is that's on your mind. And then we're going to take it on home after that. Absolutely. Again, I would like to just thank you. Um, thank you for David and Priscilla for introducing me to you as well. Um, everything has, ever since that time, it's just been a great opportunity. Um, it's been a blessing, you know, and I, can, I thank God for the gifts that he shared um, with everybody that he gave to me and being able to share it with everybody. Um, and I actually wanted to read the poem, um, Golden Beauty, again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know um, what? I'm glad you said that because I did want to get you to, that was part of my I wanted to get you to read some of your poetry and, and yes. completely slip me. So we're still here. Let's we're do still it. Still here. And if you want to read more than one, you can. You welcome okay. to. Thank you. So actually, this is actually a book, um, a poem from my book. It's called Golden Beauty, and it was actually inspired by um, my grandparents. And when I was asked, um, do I have a poem that would be befitting um, for the event, and I said I absolutely do. And Golden Beauty was the one that I felt was um, appropriate um, for the event. And um, it's called Golden Beauty. How magnificent to see long lasting love, forever matrimony, time seemed like forever, but only in a wink in time, uprooted like a fall leaf, carried away by the autumn breeze, colors changed in our lifetime also reflects the season of our journey. Final chapters of this lifespan, together forever. You said, as you held my hand, only time I will let go is when God says so. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, sending chills through my body now. You better cut that out. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that was, that definitely was befitting the, um, you know, the event, uh, mm -hmm. because it was a tribute and it was a, you know, um, you know, because of my wife, I was able to even put on events like this because mm -hmm. it takes time. It takes up a lot mm -hmm. of time. And I called her, I called her my first lady of SOJP because, you know, it's, it seems funny, but I'm proud to say I used to have to get her permission in order to do it because it was taken away from time from us. Right. You know right. what I mean? And mm -hmm. so, but she was all for it. She was like, look, you love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. I know where you're at when you're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She would laugh. She'd mm -hmm. be like, well, I know you're at home, so I'm not worried about that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that piece was, it was dynamite. It's a dynamite uh, uh, poem and it was befitting. Mm -hmm. You have any more you'd like to share with us? I do. Okay. Um, this one is, um, again, it's from the book. Um, I believe this is from the chapter Tears of Pain mm -hmm. and it's called, Are You Listening? You want me to say words that tickle your ear, favorable words you want to hear. What if I was a snake saying nothing but a hiss 
Do you still want this? You probably do. Oh, foolish one. Despite my warning, you lean in further. You play with temptation. You are about to hear your damnation. I'm about to give you your whisper. Last chance to walk away. I have you now. You are mine forever in this inferno of fire. Yet you still glow. Is this what you desire? Satisfied another customer. Mm. Mm. Oh man, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's what that is. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I don't know. I think I, I might have shared. Uh, I might have sent you some work that I did before. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I sent it to you. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Tears. <laughs> Of a butterfly backwards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tears of a butterfly. Poetic serenity. Uh, is in the house. She's a force to be reckoned with. I can't wait to see the other projects that you're working on. And I'm quite sure the way that, the way that you're rolling, it's going to be a project coming out often. You know what I mean? Okay. Because you have that energy with your writing. So I'd like to uh, commend you on that. But thank you so much for thank taking you. time out from your busy, busy <laughs> schedule to, uh, join, <laughs> to join us here on Spotlight Conversations. And I wish you thank continued you. success in all thank of you. your endeavors. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so okay. much for having me. All right. All right. All Ladies right. and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us at Spotlight Conversations. We had the wonderful uh, poetess poetic serenity in the house with us and you know i'll see you again next time peace